Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to episode 500 of something of This Week in League. There's no Nate, and I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. He's Which is why fuck. the fucking inmates are running the asylum. Oh, oh, fucking hell. Welcome to season two, episode one. <laughs> oh, oh, you know when old Aaron Woods' biggest fan is the, uh, is the voice of reason and he's not here. Yeah, sad state of affairs. Um, but I, yeah, like literally paralysed with fear. Couldn't hit the answer button on the Skype call. Just uh, yeah, there's just there's just a general lack of interest. Yeah, um, he knew that there was a fair bit of flat coming uh, for the Aaron Woods thing, and yes. I, you know, he's oh look, we jest. It's, it's avoid. We jest. We jest. It's not. It's not fear. It's not fear. Um, it's just taken him. He's missed the deadline for his fucking spin routine. So he's currently waiting for chat GPT to use AI to tell him how he can effectively spin not being fucking under the earth at the prospect of his club signing Aaron Woods. Because didn't he enjoy, didn't he enjoy the stories of the Tigers being on the precipice of, of Woodsy coming back? Yes. He was, uh, he was thriving on that. But now... So that's... That's a, a great idea. Sorry, Glennie, what were you going to say? But now he's a uh, big fan. Certainly big fan is. all over it. Big fan of the big man. Yes. Um, what a segue. Let's go straight into the news and we'll lead off with that story. It, uh, it was reported there were a, a couple of rumblings about it, but then it came out that Aaron Woods was on his way to Manly in a player swap with the Dragons. And the interesting thing here is that... Manly did not then, give anyone. <laughs> they just got Aaron Woods because the Dragons <laughs> were so keen to get rid of him. <laughs> there you go. Um, so he's uh, he's gone over the Dragons and the Dragons are getting the interestingly... Fuck, this guy's a time traveller. Viliami Fafita. It's like he was... Named after two <laughs> most mid players, and <laughs> they've sent him back That's in it. time to reclaim his name's fucking. Um, uh, but the, the a, a lot of this has been beat up. Um, there's really no one of first grade quality going either way. It, it looks to be um, it, either St George trying to trying to shore up their stocks for the future and Manly looking to, to relieve some cap pressure. Anything you want to say on this one, Glennie? Look, I, I don't really get it, but I guess 
they must be short, you know, to channel my inner Nate, they must be short a prop in Blacktown, Reggie's. Um, and yeah. um, they need, they just think that what they need uh, to get them to the, the next level at Blacktown is uh, some extremely slow play the balls. Um, <laughs> zero and, and uh, after impact is, is that like is is you know how you you go to like high high altitude destinations to train yeah is that is that like giving yourself at least three penalties a game is modern that you're gonna have to modern day tire on a rope <laughs> um I will I will enjoy no I will right. enjoy the spin if he gets named in first grade. If he just plays out his time in in Reggie's and and you know Nate will be like oh, I was right the whole time, um, but if he gets picked in first grade, it's going to be on. Looking at that though, like, do the Sea Eagles need to cover anyone during the well, rep rounds? No. Well, the only the only real coverage they need, I mean, there's only one player they need true coverage for, and I'm not sure Aaron Woods is playing fullback. Yeah. No. He's yeah. Fucking biscuit mm. boy, but um, yeah, it, I'm not sure he gets a run. Although I would love him to. Real talk, I'm I'm not sure he gets a run barring injury. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, it would be full fucking. It's hard. fun to point and laugh, and I'm pretty sure though. the next story is going to come back full circle, and people will be pointing and laughing at me again. But um, yeah. yeah, it's fun to point and laugh, but I can't see him play first grade. No, barring barring absolute um, desperation. Um, so there's Paseca and Jakey are props at the moment. Mm. So what are they going, you know, maybe New South Wales will be so short or maybe they'll be so desperate for, for Turbo to play that they're worried he'll pull that same, I'll only play if you give my brother a job that he's obviously <laughs> that done manly. Is, that is offensive. I'm the last person to defend so, to defend anyone named Trebojevic, but if if Jake isn't fucking the second forward picked behind Isaiah, so explain, explain Jesus, give me a break. Christ. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. But then again, somehow St George, the fucking the perennial losers. Right? How good is that? Hook's been in the media all week and the club's fucking copying shit from everyone. And then all of a sudden this story breaks and they're like, finally, there's a story involving us and we don't look like That's... absolute dumb cunts. And we've done that by getting yes. rid of Aaron Quality. <laughs> fucking <laughs> neck minute. Uh... There's fucking Moses Suley has come out with a quote. Saying, I don't want to come here either. <laughs> oh, oh so, God. So that was the articles. I didn't want to come here either. Dragon Star's shock reveal after latest swap deal. So essentially, it looks like the two Manly players have kicked up a fuss about being swapped out to St. George and Laura. And Moses Sully's come in. Um, and said, yeah, I know exactly how you feel because I didn't want to be here either. Look, I've always said the only thing worse than the Dragons is their fans. Um, fuck, that might have to change because Jesus, Dragons are fucking a joke. They're a shambles. 
because he said, we've, we've got the same manager. And he let me know that Fafita was looking to come here. And from what my manager said, Fafita didn't want to come. Just just <laughs> shut up, mate. Just, oh, God. Just don't. Yeah. Who does that help? Yep. Like, surely yep, read yep, the yep. room, your club's under fire, and it's rubbish at the same time. They've got one good player in the entire roster and not a single good fan. And then he's got to come out and just fan the flames with his coach under fire saying, yeah, I understand. I didn't want to fucking come here either, this shithole. <laughs> oh, what, what have we got here? Do we talk? Do you want to talk about uh, Suali'i being poached my, and the amount of, uh, of that shit that's come from that? Brandon Smith's comments. <laughs> it's just... Um, for fucking oath. Fuck, he's a character. Um, yeah. Look, at the end of the day, someone's going to pay the kid $1.6 when he's played, you know, effectively one season of first grade. One, you know, a handful of games this year. Yeah. Um, yep. I'm not going to hate on the kid for taking it. From rugby's perspective, they've been down this path before um, with Eddie Jones at the helm, with, you know, taking league players and paying them big bucks. and. Um, but let, let's just, off the top of our head, there's been Matt Rogers, there's been Wendell, there's been Lottie. Yeah. Um, Andrew Walker. Who else went? Um, Andrew Walker. Who was the big St. George, uh, Parramatta? Semi. Winger? Semi? Did he go to the Wallabies or was that another country? Rugby. Uh, Vunavalu, he, I don't know if he's played for the Wallabies, but he's... Yep, he's played club rugby, uh, super super rugby. Um, yep, but yeah, that that era there with Rogers, Lottie, Wendell, um, and would you would you say that at the time Wendell and Lottie were at the peak of their power? Oh, maybe the maybe the tail end of their peak, but still, still salt like big names. I feel. Hmm. Hmm. Oh no, hundred percent big names. But what I'm trying to get to is that you can, you know, be a fucking mid rugby league winger mm. or centre, and then you know, all, all but waltz into a fucking his jersey. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And if 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 that's your draw card, hey, here's millions of dollars and a guaranteed spot, you know, on the world stage, and you can play in a World Cup and. There's yeah, still there's only three clubs, three three countries that can win it. You know, it's no different to the... This yeah. is the thing and, that gets me with rugby. You know, I know they do a lot more overseas tours and, and stuff like that, but it's like, oh, get to play in a true World Cup. Who else is winning outside England, Australia, or New Zealand? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, Fr- yeah. France fluked it once. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, that's it. Um but yeah, South Africa and Sorry, New Zealand. Sorry, I forgot the uh, South Africans. But it's it's effectively... Yes. <laughs> so essentially rugby is just a game for the absolute oh, worst okay. people on the planet. My wife now you said that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Bring her in. Tell her she's in the same boat well, as Kiwis. Okay. Um, not sure you know much yep. about my wife, but it's been... Should have been a fucking Noah's <laughs> Ark of that. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> would have been called Noah's cunt shit. Yes, but look, I can't. You can't hate on the kid. I just think, and and 
sort of flowing on from what Brandon Smith said, $1.6 million into grassroots rugby programs um, to get kids interested and actually wanting to play the sport when they're eight and, and going all the way through. Because once you get to... Uh, once you get to the secondary school system, it's actually quite strong. The program and then in the inter-school um, program, from from my perspective, the outside looking in, is actually quite strong. Hang on, Cl- clarify your statement there. Once you get to a fucking fed with a silver spoon yeah. secondary school, the program yeah, is quite that's, strong. That's rugby. In public, that's in rugby in a nutshell, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah um, exactly. So, I'd again. They've just they've been down this path before, and I don't know really. Like you know, Cleary's come out, you know, in the media's beat that up and said, "Oh, he hasn't shut the door on a on a on a move to rugby." And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that that would get my attention. I, I could not give that... a fuck if um, Joseph Swaliti goes. And plays rugby for the rest of his life. I, I don't care if if a name and a talent and a, the player of the caliber that has achieved as much as Cleary has. If he ended up in a Wallaby jumper, that gets my attention. I, I'm not sure I could even watch a game. No, no, it gets my attention. The story gets my exactly, attention. Exactly. Like if he goes before. and plays for the Wallabies, I'm not going to yeah, turn exactly. the TV on. No, not at all. And the, the thing I love at the moment is fucking Robbo is turning into mm. such a cranky old, you know, <laughs> old man screams at clouds. Gus has come out and Gus has said exactly what should be said here. You know? Um, if he wants to go to rugby, that's fine. Buy him out now. Give the Roosters salary cap compensation. You know, whatever you need to do. Mm. See you later. Fuck off. We don't need you. No one player mm. is bigger than the game. And then Robbo's come out and said, "Oh, he's he's fearful of uh, of rugby Australia. He's afraid of them." Well, no, he's not. What he's trying to say is that that we don't need we're we're not fearful at all. Exactly. What he's saying is the opposite. We we don't care who you come and take, but just fucking take them and fuck off. Stop trying to live off off rugby league. Um, but tell me, if you're if he leaves and he does, you know, a couple of years at the Wallabies. He then has that stink on him that at every single opportunity, he has just been an absolute fucking punish to deal with mm. by any club that he signed with. Yeah, the, the transaction, you know, and from Seas to the Roosters, he didn't cover himself in glory there yep. either. Um, and, and you'd have to say yep. that's more his manager. And we all know, look, every player yep. manager I've ever encountered is um is a painful cunt. Um but you'd have to say this is managed because that's how they operate and that's how their earning capacity is structured. So um and you yeah. know, he's a young guy and he's probably not at a point in his life where he's prepared to speak up and make those difficult decisions or have those difficult conversations when he's having the information from his manager jammed down his neck, so yeah, in saying that, I I fear he, he says he wants to come back. Then he the, really the clubs that are going to be interested in him 
are going to be either those. Yeah, that are I desperate. can see him. I can see him playing in the centres for the Tigers Which, in about four years. I was going to say if if it's what's his contract five. there? Five years. Well, whatever. But it, it'll be the Dragons and the Tigers and those guys mm. that are still in the fucking doldrums. You know, anyone else looks at him and goes, "Oh, for for what he's achieved, nothing." Uh, mm. we're, we're really not happy to pay him on potential. Yeah. So, um, what's next? Oh, the Jack White and saga flames up. Jack White and shocked Canberra this week by announcing he'll be heading to the open market. Oh, I saw that the Tigers are one of the clubs, as always, one of the clubs thrown into the mix. Um, well, the the report here is that. Um, the, the only confirmation is that mm-hmm. the Dolphins and Whiten have spoken, uh, which just seems to be based on the <laughs> fact that he is not Anthony Milford. Yeah, which, which ticks their box for half. He meets one hundred percent criteria. Up to <laughs> up mm. to ten clubs are interested. Which again, let's just point out the absolute fucking bullshit journalism there. Mm. That means we don't actually know. We we don't actually know. But we're going to just pick a number. Up and to means up to in that front of means it. the same as so, the Dolphins are the only club interested, right? Up to ten is one is up correct. to ten. Yeah, that's it. Is one one's up to ten, mm. and that's the one we've mm. got confirmation on. But it's up to ten. Which it's gross. You know, fuck. I yeah. I I don't know if the media are stupid and everyone that looks at that is sitting around laughing at them, or whether they're actually not. And everyone well, else that reads clickbait it. is called clickbait for a reason. I hope right? I it gets it, it. It has an effect. Yeah, fucking hell. Um, I yeah. I, I wouldn't say yeah, it does. I, I've seen him have some some quality games. I've I've seen him have some you know drift in and out of contests and and make poor decisions and you know the the meme of his kicking game his short kicking game is or any all of his kicking game really is is based yeah. on facts. I, you know, I can see him just from profile alone. Um, I've never been a massive Jack White guy, um, but profile is a Dally M winner. You know, he's he's going to command big fucking dollars. I just don't know what club is the best fit for him for his style of play. Let's 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 pause for a second, Glenny. What's up? As we welcome, <laughs> as we welcome oh, the third well. leg of the tripod. Well, if it isn't me, join the stepdad, <laughs> and as our as our good friend referred to you recently, the Bogan Hasbulla. <laughs> <laughs> wait, how did I? How did wait? How did I get kicked? We, and this other cunt just gets a- off scot free. Do you want to do a three, two, one clap? No, no, we, we, can, do, we can do it at the end. It's all good. Fuck yeah, okay. We're just talking about Jack White and the fact that he's told Canberra, "Fuck you, your shit." Yep. Um, you know, it's it's essentially like his short kicking game would be like if Lance Armstrong's kid got to the age of twelve and didn't know how to ride the bike or take steroids or have one ball. What's he on at the moment? Does anyone know? Like what's his current con? Lance Ar- no, Lance no, 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 Lance Armstrong. I mean. Trend. Yeah, Decker. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just looking through the. Yeah, I just, I'm just. I'm curious as what he's on now because going to the open market says to me that he wants to. He wants 
to potentially increase his. Well, there's a couple of things. He wants to increase his money. He's around 900, 900 potentially. Oof, he's yeah. on that right now. That's pretty fucking good wicket. If we're being, if we're being honest. When I, that's probably commensurate to his value, that, I would imagine. Are we saying that he was signed somewhere, maybe the season before or the season of that grand final? Uh, oh, what you mean, re- like a new contract? Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. But um, okay, so so he's on he's on nine. I can't see him getting more than that. So what? It's not. It says, so that means he's, he wants to go somewhere that's not a shit show. And he wants to win. He's saying what? It says here, Whiten is earning around nine hundred thousand. His current rate is deal with an increase to around one million dollars already penciled into to the twenty twenty four season. Okay, so we'll call yeah. it a million then. Um, and offer a touch over that magic million mark the Raiders can compete with. Anything that swings too far toward the 1.3 million to 1.4 million, the Tigers were willing to dangle in front of Mitch Moses, though, and the landscape changes. So, I don't think the, I don't think the, the I don't think they want to pay that kind of money. I don't think anyone wants to pay that kind of money to Whiten. He's achieved would, more would, than Mitchell fucking Moses. To... Oh, but Thordock if. Yeah, Dally M winner, actual contributor. Yeah, cool. How many grand final? How many? How many grand final? How many grand finals huh? are you playing? One. Same amount as Mitchell Moses. And don't and don't give me and don't give contributed me the fucking origin. Contri- contributed a fucking state of origin. Contributed to the loss. Yeah. So did Mitchell Moses. <laughs> well, look. Here, here's the thing, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> to, to pop a to pop a balloon in that though. If you were going to pay for a half right now, are you paying more money for him or no? Nico fuck Hines? no. I'd pay. I'd pay Jack White and like you know. Half of that, and to be a center, oh. and that's my limit. That's my final that, offer. Dead, this that, that was going to be my just point. Blasting I... ignorance. Oh, what? So, uh, what? You, you're saying think... you 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 pay Jack White to kick it dead and out, out of the halves? No, well, you would because your team needs like. Well, anybody. I don't need another player to kick it dead. I don't need that. Of I'm, all the things I'm speaking, I need, I'm speaking from the perspective of of like I'm I'm saying like if if Jack came, if his management came. To me, and I was the representative of my team. Sure, you want to play center? Great, I'd love to have you in center. You kick the fucking ball. We're going to build some incentives into your contract, or some disincentives into your contract. Every time you kick the ball inside the twenty meter, fifty grand reduced. That, that, yeah. That's fifty grand. Boom, straight off the top. Yeah, 100%. every time. That's it. Yeah. Hey, file our salary cap obligation to the NRL. It's zero. Yeah. Now listen. Um. So. The Tigers obviously are in the position where they could pay overs and you know to grab anybody. Um, so, but also the Knights as well—they potentially have like what one and a half million free, mm. and a, and a hole in, in the halves. Yeah. In soft shell crab yep. revenue. So if they medically retire, Kalen. My, so. th- my thing is, I I think Whiten is a victim of Canberra's absolute fucking inability to find a decent organising seven. Because this, this is that thing in the modern game where, and it's exactly the same thing that happened to Cody Walker um, after Reynolds left, before Elias really stood mm, up last week and asserted himself. <laughs> but <laughs> but as, as those lines between a six and a seven blurred, whereas typically your seven would be more of the organiser, who would have the the longer kicking game and and your six would look to to generate offense from their running game, then it's just turned into the fact of the 
the the most experienced or highest paid half is dubbed the organising half. Even if they have no business must live up to that. in that position. And that's done white and... 100%. That's done white and absolutely no favours whatsoever. He needs to be the Cody Walker to an Adam Reynolds. And unless he can get on a team where there is that set up, and looking around the league at the moment, there's not a whole bunch of that, especially in teams that have any cap money. Yeah, the teams are likely to be suitors. So anywhere he goes, he's going to turn into, especially at that money, he's going to turn into the highest paid half, therefore the highest ranking half, and have that expectation that he's going to need to play that organisational game again. So he's going to leave this situation for another shit one. What about um? What about the 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 Tigers load up and they uh go Jack White and for six, and then they bring in an organising half from overseas, Mitchell Pierce. Well, what a fucking segue! It's not a fucking you. I, I need you to stand up because I need to double check that you don't have two wheels and a battery. <laughs> and a, and, and, a, and an uncanny yeah. ability to stay balanced. oh so that's the next article the west tigers are chasing pierce is this staff riders or is it like are they actually doing it or because i was i was sitting in the in the concert school thing and then someone sent it to me and i was just like oh fuck this is too good not to send to glennie straight away so i did (laughs) but i did actually i I couldn't go and investigate it well again look looking at the verbiage we were talking previously nate about um the beginning of the the white Mm -hmm. thing that that all the reporting was uh so we're sure that one club has spoken to white and we believe that 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 up to 10 clubs could be interested it's fucking retarded that's not gonna happen well no but well yeah one club is up to 10 yeah but it's yeah, bullshit journalism. This one starts off with the West Tigers are preparing to offer Mitchell Pearson. Right. Source? So by pre- by preparing... No, there's no fucking okay. source. Staff writers? Uh, hang on. Where do you tell it? Like, like, honestly, I don't care how much actual fire is there. I don't care if it's like a match of worth of fire. <laughs> the headline alone, <laughs> it just makes it fun to talk about. <laughs> Yeah. The sun, the, oh. the prodigal sun returns, and what a wonderful bookend to the West to the Tigers in decline era. We got oh, the so we got the Braith signing, the guy who sunk him with the field with the field goal and tied it up in the hundred minute game, and then Piercy, his accomplice, <laughs> bring him in to bookend the decline era. Three years of that, and then the Tigers can start to rebuild and make a run. <laughs> like an exorcism. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Fuck, who was no, who was the seven when Anasta kicked the field goal? For was the was hundred Pierce. minute game was Mitch. Yeah. For the for the Roosters. Yeah, yeah it was Mitchell Pierce. That's, that, yeah. that's, that's what I'm game. saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> know, oh, I was I was just double checking fuck that seems like no, ages remember, ago. Mitchell Pierce like it was kicking well, kicking was, the shit out of them in the in, that's that, right. in that game was, to get them up to fourteen uh, nil yes. or whatever they were. Was that game the original fourteen nil dickhead game? May have been. Ooh. Oh, but they won. Yeah. But they did. They squandered it all, though. Yeah, true. Yeah. Good times. Um, anyway, anyway, it's fun talking about oh, that game. Was... What a great game that was, Glenny. We should do a match compact. We should do. Yeah. We should do a game yeah, no, campaign for awesome. that. Um, <laughs> I was physically ill after that game. Physically ill. 
Anyway, Glenn, I guess we don't really need to talk about this so much as a story, but more as like a, how do you feel? Your reaction. If it were to come to fruition, well, they sign I guess him. It depends on Probably what two, three books. years, I'd say. Well, how do you know? How do you know they don't we put him to six? Well, they signed Mitchell Pearce. Well, they signed Mitchell Pearce contingent on a clause in his contract that says he has to personally feed the pieces of Luke Brooks into the um, wood chipper. Yeah. Where it will ceremonially spray over Leichhardt. Shins has already come out, excuse me, come out this week and said that he uh, he has no plans to drop Luke Brooks. So if there is uh, any truth to them signing Mitchell Pierce, it would seem that that is to accompany Brooks in the halves. James is the ultimate fucking boomer. Hey, he just wants like just can't admit he's wrong. We'll never say we'll never say sorry. We'll never back down from a poor decision. He'll fucking ride it until it but dies. Again, like I said it on the episode on Monday. This is the per because it's not been his decision. No, but he's but he's no, choosing nothing to, with loose but books. He's cho- he's, but he's, they're talking about like the we, extension, and he's mm. choosing to back everything that's in place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, fi- I forget who I saw said this, but it was a, a decent read on the situation. Benny Elias, probably. In that he's... No, 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 no. I think it was it was someone someone we know, or it was someone online, that that Sheenzy was just so hell-bent on the problem being Madge. Yeah, right. And and so now ev- everything he does is, well, hang on, Madge couldn't get it to work, but I can. That's fucking stupid. So... Yeah, he's yeah. not a fucking hiding to nothing. A hiding that he put himself in, in, in and now regrets, as evidenced by that quote where he, where he said that <laughs> sometimes he hopes, he wishes that they did fucking sign Sorello. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredibly frank. There's been a lot of frank talk in the media this week. You see um, see Moses Suley. Yeah, was we, like, just, we just went over that before. Oh, fucking brilliant. That. We've we've saved you. We've saved you the indignity of the woods. Oh, who gives a fuck about the fucking woods? He's a fucking potato. He's going to play for Blacktown. Every club's got him. I mean, yeah, Tigers have got Tigers have got Don't, eleven of them. You're just you're just proving Glenny right. Every word you say is proving Glenny right. No, sometimes why isn't me. Glenny allowed to be right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know <what> I mean, <laughs> he's allowed to be right every now and then. Jeez, I don't. Know. I mean, with, I'm I'm, go, I'm going this without having a, a, a fucking clue what he said, but um. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, you release two players that have never played first grade. You get a potato in that these two players couldn't get into the top twenty-two on any of the team lists. Um, well, in their lives, and um, so there's there's a hierarchy in place. And unless there's like massive injuries or you know maybe Origin or something like that, yeah, he's not going to see uh, the real jersey. We, we were just concerned that may maybe those two players might actually have a relationship together. Maybe they might be more than just friends. Which would be because of how homophobic Manly is. That'd be the only reason I could think of that someone would knowingly take Aaron Woods. Yeah. Like if just at the very core of your being you were such a fucking bigot, and then there were two young homosexual men that you knew of that you would be prepared to take Aaron Woods to remove those people from your club. Look, honestly, like I, the decision itself is like I've got no fucking idea why 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 you would do it, but at the end of the day. It's not going to be the first grade's problem. 
and I guess, and we can say a lot of things about we can say a lot of things about Aaron Woods about how fucking uh, shitty he is and like and what a meme of a, a one of those meme players that he has become. But one thing that I don't think you can say about Aaron Woods, like he's not like a he's not a cunt or like a cancer or like a, a shit bloke or you know whatever like that. So, and and allegedly everyone loves him. So. Like off the off the field and, and around yeah. the sheds. Yeah, so 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 worst case scenario, if he you know, if, if he just gets around and you know bestows some fucking you know veteran blah blah on on these kids over at Blacktown, then great. Um, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Well, that's that's about all we have in the news. This oh, week. sorry, just one thing on the wood thing. Well, I was just saying, we remember we also have Flano was one of our coaches, and history has shown that Flano himself took a, a reserve-grade Parramatta plotter and built him up to the point where he became New South Wales captain and boxed for four rounds every now and then. So he's he's a, he's capable of, of, of fucking achieving miracles with, with plotters, so who fucking knows? Who knows? We could Very get nice. the, with the, the renaissance, like the, the one, last, one last ride with the motivated mm. Woodsy. I don't know Taking Blackhound to the Reggie's premiership. <laughs> Oh, here we are looking up, um, and again, this is just absolute fucking bullshit. Where they're just trying to turn shit that happened on Fox TV no. shows into Fox Sports articles. As always, that's ninety percent of the content. Um, Freddie must pick Swally. He's like a fringe fucking. No, he doesn't have to pick shit. He's mid. He's just fucking mid. Yeah, no more talk of that. He's got the tre- he's, he's got he's got Trell and he's got Trell and Tommy back this year, and that's 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 two positions. Yeah. He doesn't need any fucking outside backs at all. So if, if we're if we're picking the Origin team now, you'd say Toto retains his sure, spot on the wing. Yeah. You've got you got Latrell, you got yeah. Turbo. Who do you put on the other wing? Um, well, Fox. Fox, Fox is the first man picked because of the mistake yeah. they made not picking him last time, and then you got Teddy at the back because obviously you know captain as well. And if you're not if you're not picking Fox, yep. you're picking that other fucker from the Dogs that's having a blinder of a season. Yeah, I mean, he he would be a yeah, well, and you're like like I, and Bird, I'd be in the squad as well, right? Yeah, where, where do you put Birdo? Do you put him at fourteen? Yeah. Well, I mean, you see, yeah. like he, I can't imagine he would start in like six or anything like that. They'd probably keep the combination intact. No, but but at no point in that fucking selection process does Swalee get no, a look in. No, he's like the he's like the the, the kid that you put you yeah you, know, you might throw the eighteen on or get him into camp to get around the boys because you're looking to him in the future. And he's not yeah. there's no future. He signed with Union. He's not so he doesn't get that. No. Yeah. Fucking. Fox Boomers. Yeah, I did love. Yeah. I did enjoy cheese though. That was so good. That's my favorite thing about the whole, the whole to, situation. To both the Wallabies and yeah. Union. Yeah. But then you see that they yeah. see the, the the response from the, the fucking rugby idiot. I don't know what, what position he holds, and he's like, oh, yeah. he just confirmed everything okay. I thought he thought about him. Have a cry, you fucking <laughs> RM Williams wearing <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Country road chambray shirt wearing fucking <laughs> punk fucking bitch Fridays fucking <laughs> oh fuck I hate you, you cunts <sighs> you know what if if you get up and you decide I'm gonna wear RM Williams boots mm. today to go clubbing you don't step 
and you don't step outside and immediately step into cow shit, you yeah, you you have a problem. Yeah, like Glenny Glenny straps on the RMs before he goes out for fucking to, to you know to the spotted cow for a couple. But spotted cows, fucking that's delightful. about it's a good steak. I enjoy it there. <laughs> no mate, are you a rum pig when you go there, Glenn? Uh, Watch yeah, out! A pig. I'm a rum pig. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, the sticker on my car confirms it. <sighs> I am a pig for the rum. Fuck everyone. That's the news. Cool. All right. Um, so we can we move on to the games then. All right. So let's uh, see what we have here. The Titans have the buy this week, and Thursday night we can commence with. The Roosters taking on the Eels at the new Allianz Stadium. And uh, what do we got here? So Joey suspended out of the side. Um, Drew Hutchinson named in centre. Corey Allen and uh, Nafo White joined the bench. And uh, Terrell May is out of the squad. The Eels, what do we got here? Junior Paolo got a suspension. So um, William Rugrig named at prop in his place, which is pre- which is a pretty good... I mean, the way he's been going is a pretty good substitute, to be honest. And Murchie returns on the bench. So, Barlow's a big out for Parramatta. Yes. Um, but Greg has been like, he's been one, like a, one of those madmen coming in, yeah, doing true. a job, and targeting players. And so I don't, I don't hate him as a as a sub. I mean, he's not is he's good, no, but they're not losing as much as. You'd think, I think. Yeah, they're not. I think this one will come down a lot to how Parramatta back up after last mm. week. Because last week was a, a big emotional game for them. It'll be interesting to see the sort of performance they put in where it's you know back back to regular business, back to just another season game where it's against another top-tier opponent or one that's expected to be there at the year's end but they don't necessarily have years of bad blood with and that, uh, that rivalry they have with Penrith. Can I tell yeah, you, though, the Roosters are nice. heavy favourites in this game in terms of betting. I was, I was stunned when I saw it because the Eels, while they were while they were 0-3, I mean, every yeah. game was about it, you know, like a try in it. It wasn't like yeah. they were getting flogged. It wasn't like... If you, if you contrast the Eels start to the season and the Storm start mm. to the season, much more was said about Melbourne's mm. start than... Well, yeah, they should have I, said Melbourne's start yeah. than Parramatta's start. I have fucking seriously... Uh, <clears throat> I've made plenty of comments about the amount of plotters in Melbourne's side. There's a mm-hmm. considerable amount of plotters yep. in this Rooster side, um, certainly in the forwards, and their bench is as light as fuck. Um, too many butchers and bakers in there for me. Um you remember you remember when those guys were that yeah. that was the bench yeah. and it was okay because now you they got had the four brothers in yeah. the back row that started starting and you got yep mm-hmm. yeah Corey Allen um yep. Turpin White and Baker coming like that is that that bench is light as fuck um the only consolation to that is I'm, I'm not sure Paris is is a heap better um I don't reckon Para keep the momentum going though um. I think they'll they'll want to come out and make it a bit of a shootout. Um, 
Brandon Smith's the key for me for the Roosters. I think um, up front, Letters and and Lindsay Collins should be able to get over the top of RCG and and Greg, and and then just giving Smith a bit of time and space to to create and and give Kiri and Walker time. I think um, I think the Roosters will win a close game. There was a big difference in the Roosters just through the return of yeah. uh, of Letters and Brandon Smith. And so yeah, that's it. I do hold concerns about their their squad and also Joey out. But I don't think they're going to, to be level, the favourites yeah. at the betting. Has them in stall as? No. Um, it's a bit of a pick. It's a bit of a pick, I reckon. To be honest. But uh... I would be fascinated. I would be absolutely fascinated to run through a season and you'd have to pick a, a time to do it, but just to go through and like have a footy tipping yeah. account just with whoever was favourites in yeah. the betting and see what you come up with at the end of the year. I reckon you would go close to winning most tipping comps I like if you it. did that. Yeah, but then you do have those rounds yeah. though, where people get one one of eight because the the teams that were the favoured teams all lost, or you know, a large amount of them lost, and there's a bunch of upsets and shit. Yeah, but, uh, but again, if everyone's getting one out of eight, you're getting one out yeah. of eight too. You'd probably the, still win the, the tipping the, comp. I, I feel like in tipping comps, there's a high there's a percentage of people, and it's probably lower than you think who go through and think about every single game and they run through all the permutations and they make a decision that's pretty educated. I reckon there's a large chunk of people that just go I'm tick, talk, tick, tick, I'm tick, talking tick, less tick, about tick. the tipping comp. Yeah, I'm talking less about the tipping comp itself and more just about if someone's a heavy favourite. Yeah, they're more likely, yeah. There's probably a good yeah. reason for that. Yeah. All right. Um, the Raiders take on the Panthers in the pub slot game down there in Canberra. The uh, Raiders side, Rappin returns on the wing which pushes Schiller to the reserves. And uh, Jamal Fogarty is back in the side. Jack Whiten is suspended. And Frawley switches to 5-8th. Uh, they are starting with Wolford and 14 for Starling on the um, on hooker watch in Canberra. Panthers side, uh, Garner's out. Sorensen starts. Lindsay Smith joins the 17. Sonny Luke is out. And the return of uh, Tyrone Peachy. In 14, Fuck makes yeah. his first grade return to the club on the bench. And this is when I was talking about Woodsy, how clubs have all got these. I was going to say Mitch Kenny for Penrith, and now I realise, no, Tyron Peachy's that guy. <laughs> so I was thinking exactly the same thing. I saw the yeah. team this released. <laughs> I didn't realise until this minute. Just that cast, cast your mind a little bit further side, down Penrith's list. team list to 19, Nathan. It's coming. Yeah, he won't it's get on, coming. It's coming. Or will he? Gold What's applause. coming in state in state of origin? It'll it'll, it'll happen. Give me the Sean O'Sullivan of origin That's, this year. Yeah, <laughs> with two working titty muscles. <laughs> so so I please look, do we have to I talk mean, about it? Fuck's sake. The Panthers are going. The Panthers. The Panthers are going to win, but Mitch Kenny for long minutes, and the replacement for that is Tyrone Peachy. I I think it's fair to say that the Panthers, although very settled, one through like eight, 
without Sonny Luke there, there's 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 definitely a, a ceiling yeah. <laughs> to how well things are going to work overall. I mean, there's obviously enough. 100%. There's obviously enough there that they're going to. The baseline is better than what Canberra can produce, but man, they're going. They're, they're going <laughs> into this one with an engine governor on. Tell you who <laughs> I do want to give a rap to. It's limiting Penrith. to about twenty-five um, kilometers an hour. Copped his share of flack from from some big names in the game. Is uh, Jamin Salmon? Um, his opportunities, his leg drive for me post contact yeah, fuck. is fucking impressive. If you watch him closely, yeah, he he looks wrapped up and he's still carting people for for a few extra meters every time he hits the ball. I um, you know, it's it's another element. So you're saying would you would you would you would you clarify would you categorize? Well, I know his legs. Guard? Maybe all the strength went to his legs, and there wasn't <laughs> enough to get to his gut. I don't know. All oh, right. So it's so so he's yeah. so he's weak gutted, but weak with gutted, a butt. but strong legs. There's yeah. a butt there that actually makes it all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it makes exactly it not right. a not but, an insult. No, yeah, Penrith right. By fucking how many? At Penrith by as many as they're interested in winning by. <laughs> <laughs> because fuck the Raiders. Right. We move on. Yes, Clayton, we have where you've got agendas <laughs> against everybody for everything and every reason. <laughs> and now yes. all of a sudden this year a Raiders one has emerged <laughs> to go with your dragons and everything else you carry on with. <laughs> They're now it. officially called the Glenders. I just realized this is the battle. This is the battle of the milk. I mean, is it a, is it a milk revenge game? <laughs> Does that change things? <laughs> Put out your hair nets. Um, right. The rabbits take on the storms on uh, the late game on Friday uh, in Sydney, Acor Stadium. The South Sydney Rabbitohs side. Uh, Selle's back on the bench uh, after missing last week under the concussion protocol. I love it. Drops out of the 17. Otherwise, as per program, the Melbourne Storm. Eisenhuth replaces Tyron Wisher on the bench. And uh, they're the same otherwise as well. I reckon Sias get up here. Um, yeah, I think so. I probably think pretty they, easily, um, you'd imagine. Last week, they, they probably put a, put a bit of an exclamation point on where they're at at this stage of the season. I think they can build from there and grow further. Um, Mitchell is just... He's there or thereabouts um, without being... Absolutely outstanding. Um, he's having his moments. Um, I think he's building into his season, and the Purple Plotters are probably the perfect team to to have him cut loose. So I expect a big game from Mitchell, and I expect South to win easily. Is there anyone in the Storm side at the moment that they 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 kind of lack that Brandon Smith character who's a bit of a pest. Cody Walker. And could activate yeah. Cody's Munster's, dark side. M- Munster's yeah. probably the closest, but... Yeah, there's not. Yeah. But he's not straight up, like, he he, he doesn't have a straight up germ streak in him. Yeah. Yeah, like, can can rub a head after a yeah. mistake and, you know, that, that shit with the best of them. But he but he is not a, a Lou Jonah Iowa Peasant or... comes from good yeah, pest yeah. stock, Dave. Oh, I expect... Not mistaken. <laughs> Troy Pezzett was a uh, was a pest. 
in his very uh, limited time in first grade. Okay. Still is if you ask Knights fans. Not happy about wow, Jonah Pezza okay. playing for the Storm. They aren't at all. Because I think that uh, yeah, I think okay. the Knights sacked Troy. He was working for the club. He got a job with Melbourne and then Oof. extricated his son and took him with him. And it's uh, it's That's a little right. bit overseasoned yeah. with the salt, the whole scenario. So I'm looking forward to Knights playing the Storm if Pezza. Is uh is still there on the field and replaced by Jesus back. Troy Pezzet. It's interesting. Mm. Yep. Troy uh the, the, quite quite the contrary. You mean Troy Troy did stand for that. Fucking hell, what a pest. <laughs> he even kills conversations. The fuck we're still talking about this cut for. Yeah. I was, by I was setting it up so you would step Preserve in and make a very inappropriate fucking comment about Alex McKinnon and Jay, and you just let me down. <laughs> the Mighty Manly Siege Eagles take on the Newcastle Sorry, Knights. Alex McKinnon's it. wife left him, and that's hilarious. Is that what you wanted? Okay. <laughs> oh, a classic. Um, and this one is being played at uh, Mudgee. So it's so one of Manly's yearly ones where they take it out to the How good many, people of Mudgee. Have you met many people from Mudgee? have a great time. Usually so they beat the camp. The camp. have you met from Mudgee? Yes. I'll, I'll probably, met, I'll probably met half a dozen. No, 100%, 100% good people. <laughs> Admittedly, it is a small sample size though. So I do... Cons- I, look, I, I am open to the possibility <laughs> yeah, that I saw all the good people <laughs> from Mudgee and there, are no, and there are no others. Taya. Fuck no. Lenny, do you remember Fresher Fruit in Minto? Yeah, okay. So where Minto Mall was, there was a giant big fucking fruit shop. Did they? Fresher Fruit. They used to sell mudgy. Was it fresher with an A or an ER? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, with an A. Yeah. And and it was was one of those ones where looking back on it now, that's probably overtly racist. Because I'm almost certain they were trying to do like a oh, like a shut up in your face sort of situation. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, turned into Duffy Brothers, right. the giant fucking fruit shop, uh, and they I used to sell it. these giant buckets of mudgy honey. That was fucking oh, it was so good. You go in there, and then for the next week you'd be able to <laughs> put five kilos of honey on your wheat bix in the morning. <laughs> Because back there it was a fucking, it was the late eighties, early nineties. So sugar, sugar was only a sometimes yeah, food. But honey was healthy. But honey yeah. was natural. <laughs> came from came from bees. There you go. We've identified so the only good things that come out of mudgy. Um, oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. So traditionally, Manly usually beat the shit out of uh, the Raiders at this game. And they're usually those spicy encounters, but the Knights have taken over this year. Um, what have we got? Uh, Cola has a knee injury. He's out for three to five, four to six weeks, something like that. Um, it's unfortunate for him. Uh, and that brings that brings Morgan Harper back. And when you talk about the germ, you need the germ in the side. Here we go. Let's see what he does. I look forward to seeing Morgan Harper rubbing up against fucking Tyson Gamble. Because I guarantee you, anything that's any sparks that, that, that fly are going to start with those two guys you, in a tackle. Do you know, I tell you, if, if there's a super coach moment here, if they go back and they do some video on that cunt, 
after the Knights have a giant fat second rower that they can put in a centre jersey for one game. Bradman because whoever best. that is will score a thousand tries and then all of a sudden then all of a sudden get picked for origin. No no no. Has to be a big fat second rower. <laughs> He's not fat. Is he enough. saying He's like frizzle or something, or is he not fat enough for you? No, not fat enough. Yeah, yeah. And he's already he's as, as salivating. <laughs> Sound like you're underwater then. There's so much. Uh... So, um, also, it is my understanding that Josh Schuster will not be playing this game. Uh, he'll be rested as a precaution uh, with a uh, corked quad or something of that nature. But uh, oh, that's not reflected that. on. It's not reflected on here though. So that means it'll be the. Uh, Cooper John's revenge game and uh, Cooper John's at the moment the MVP of the preseason and Manly are currently four and against of 31 and four and six against with Cooper John's in the side so I expect a big one big game out of him as he uh, wants to smack his brother around and uh, and who is is joining the side at lock replacing Glenny's mate Kurt Mann yeah really Kurt Mann out under the concussion protocols yeah, the official no, line is no, that's, not the, um, first th- that's what team. I'm reading. Oh, I thought you were saying the, the the official line is he's gone to ca- he's gone to Canada <laughs> with uh with Callan Ponga, so they can so they can try out the Look, the cubicles at Tim Hortons. It wouldn't surprise me together. Is, um, the only thing, yeah, the the fact that uh, Kurt Mann is no chance of holding onto a football, but can keep a very Vice-like grip on the co- the coattails of of Kalen Ponga uh, is is one of life's true ironies, but uh, mainly mainly thirteen plus in this one. If they're serious, they should unless they, should, they uh, win this take the field after having spent any amount of time in Mudgy and just being fucking that bored that they cannot be interested in playing the game. Well, that's the thing they do. They yeah. spend the time in Mudgee and they realise it's boring, so they provide three hundred and sixty-five what, what days are, worth of people from Newcastle for the good are called people in Mudgee. What are people from Mudgee called? Mud Mud Germs? What are they called? Mudgets. I don't fucking know. I'm not fucking Mudgee. How dare you? You're from down it's there. Probably... You tell me. Oh, you're from like close to it. Yeah, <laughs> I've just looked up the top ten things to do okay. in Mudgee. There's there's a yeah, winery. It's not it's Still not a winery. winery. A it's just ca- a bunch of goon bags. There's a, there's fucking a thing called egged. <laughs> tied onto a hill's hoist. <laughs> pegged to some fucking letterboxes. Uh, there's another winery. There's another winery. Bet they make rum. There's Baker Williams Distillery. Sounds like sounds like the sounds like the number one thing to do in Mudgee is get pissed. Yeah. Wineries. The cellar. Is there anything <laughs> that listed isn't a winery or a distillery? The, yeah, the, the mudgy visitor That's the people that send you to the winery. At 11 in the I'm, top pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's a distillery as well. I'm pretty sure that's a distillery as well. <laughs> if you get close enough to the guy at the front desk, you'll still get uh, pissed. Winery. Winery. Oh, there's um, Dunn Swamp. There you go. So there's a fucking moisty. Named after B.43. Uh, a winery. Gorey Park Wines. We've spent way Munghorn too much time Gap on this. Nature Reserve. What's a munghorn? We really have. 
Fuck just hell. you should have stopped Let's at the go. fucking distillery. <laughs> uh, mainly got heaps. If there's a god, um, the St George Illawarra Dragons take on the Dolphins. This one is down in Wollongong at Wynn Stadium. Jack DeBellin is named in the reserves. The 17, however, is unchanged. The Dolphins side, obviously, uh, without SOS, he's out for three months mm. after after undergoing oh. pec surgery. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Um, Katoa returns after being a late withdrawal last week. So he'll be pairing Milford yep. in the halves. Tessie New is out, so coming to that knee injury he sustained in about the 10th minute of the game last weekend. Um, Jack Bostock comes in for a debut. Marshall King returns from suspension at hooker. That's and, a big uh, Herman SASA is set to make his debut in the front low front row with uh, Farmer Silly dropping out of the 17. So, yep. look, positive getting uh, Marshall King back. Positive getting Katoa yep. back. Still carrying yep. fucking Milford. They've got nobody floating around that they can bring on to debut that's an actual halfback. Um, look, I, am, I I feel better about their prospects with Marshall King back and uh, and Katoa back. It's not all going to come down to Milford, but man, he was fucking bad last it week. It is interesting that the, their depth was one of the things that we all questioned at the beginning yep. of the season. I didn't think it would be in the halves, though. I thought it would be one of their you know, ex-Storm props yep. that, that went down that they'd need to cover. The the dragons have been pretty poor though. Thing is, the dragons have been have been very strong in the first, you know, up to sort of sixty minutes of the game, where they've been where they've been in it or lead. But then when they when it when they they decide that the game has been lost because they don't they don't capitulate while they're in front. Obviously, they'll they'll let the go ahead one in, and then when that happens, then the floodgates have kind of opened, especially like the last fortnight, especially. but in contrast to that, we've also seen the Dolphins yeah. hang in games for, for that 60 minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. That by, by all rights, they should have been blown yeah. out, but somehow stick yeah. around. You know, if, if you put that same situation that the Broncos were in last week and put the Dragons in there, you're 100% right, mate. Yeah, they get 50. The, drag, the, the Dragons go, oh my fucking yeah. God. You know, and then I, I honestly there, think the jerking off over their yep. corpse. The Dolphins yep. work the Dragons over in the forwards. I think I think they get on top early and and by a fair margin as far as the the forward battle. I think Marshall King being back then yeah. gives the ascendancy in the ruck to the Dolphins, and if he can control and get a quick a quick ruck tempo going for the Dolphins. I, I think Katoa is a real key um, with the with the hammer floating around um, through that space. So it may actually nullify um, some of Milf- Milford's presence. So I, I, I think the Dolphins will win. <clears throat> yeah, the que- I think it's, it's unquestionable that they they have just got they've just got the spirit and around the club where they can they can hang in a game like like no other team really i mean can if you if you want to go pound for yeah. pound like talent for talent you know versus what they what they're producing as a baseline i mean they're they're almost unmatched the pro, it is a, i think scoring points is a problem for them um so that's the that's the that's the real key i mean if and if they can get a bunch of points against the dragons early and you know, sort of get a couple of tries then I think, yeah, they can, I think they can go on with it. But having said that, I can also but, see them having this there being this Dow battle where the forwards kind of cancel each other out, and Ben Hunt 
gets enough to to beat a, a Dolphin side that may have trouble putting points on. Yeah, I get that. But if you well, like when when you say the Dolphins have had trouble putting points mm. on though, like they scored twenty eight points against the Roosters. Yeah. They scored twenty points against the Raiders. They scored thirty six points against the Knights. Yeah, and they don't. And, They've and had they don't have, but they don't have. They don't they, have their their halfback anymore. Oh, I know, I know that, but they're not exactly going up against a fucking defensive powerhouse. Yeah, well, this is true too. Look, I hope I I, I hope they shot an Orem and put fifty on them. Fucking yeah, sponge. Fuck yeah, sponge. This twenty twenty three is is about sponge cakes, and yeah, the moister the better. Depends really. on what made it moist. So um, yeah. You know what makes quality, it moist. Quality baking. The tears of fucking Dragons fans. <laughs> they come from Coles, mate. Are you really expecting quality baking? <laughs> um, the oh, the I was I was going to see if we had a scientific name for a blowhole and we could just rename Jam Sponge as that. <laughs> but that that's the technical term. Well, that thing's called the blow. Okay, well, there you, there you go. Yeah. And who said the, who said the, it's not educational listening to this show? Yeah. You know, everything else has got a fucking fancy science yeah. name. Oh, the fucking front dorsal appendages. Yeah, well, I couldn't have, I couldn't, you know, it have like a, yeah, something like, like, uh, like cloaca or something. Yeah, that's it. Blowacker. Blow that's blow what it's called now. I'll tell you what that's called. That's called, this episode's called fucking blowacker. All right. <laughs> oh, people are going to fucking wonder what the hell's going on there. Um... <laughs> <laughs> do I do it with a W or do I leave the W out to make it more like Cloaca? Like BLO or BLOW? <laughs> that's, a, that's a question. I don't know. BLOACA. Right, that's going to make people go, yeah. what the fuck? All right, excellent. The Broncos take on yes. the West Tigers, Suncorp Stadium. Are you coming down the hill, Glenny? Saturday night. Uh, so, anybody. Don't bother because I'll be Glenny, in a corporate box. Give him a shout. Under stadium Facebook parking. Group. And I'll be fucking off as soon as the game's over with my tail between my legs, I reckon. <laughs> so, if the Broncos happen to have a make a wish round and. No, no, when I, I'll say tail. Well, you remember the, the, the West the Tigers. Absolute flaming torches and pitchforks and people that would be after me when the Tigers. Storm home to a glorious victory for the ages. Glenny, lest, lest we forget that last year in the corresponding fixture, the West Tigers easily dispatched the Broncos in a huge up, that upset, which was the catalyst for their string of losses, resulting in them dropping from the top four to out of final we contention. Did. West Tigers Take did that. responsibility for it. So the tie, so Broncos, Broncos are unchanged from the side that had the, uh, un, the, uh, what would you call it, the illegitimate joy win over the Battle of Brisbane, the uh, West Tiger side. What have we got here? Simkin, Matamua, and Toa replaced Laurie, Safarth, and Bloor on the bench. Quality. And otherwise, yeah, fuck them. Other... You got you got all these Panthers, Glennie. You're not even using them. Do you want them back? Such a shame. Wait, reserve that until we see how Tyrone Peachy gets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, you know, Pe- Peach is a, a so are the a West Tigers. Project. 
Broncos the shortest He's the shortest outreach dude. Broncos the shortest price favorites of the round. This is the ultimate roper day. Yeah. The Tigers have been absolutely fucking atrocious for the first four weeks. Nah, there's no need. I've got a neck. That's how you're going to put a rope around yourself. Right. Um, the Tigers just uh, on the ropes, looking like they're tired, looking like they're out of it, and uh, one, two, three. Broncos be out, and Tigers resurgence back to their rightful place. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this: the Broncos weren't that great last week. I mean, it was like one of these games where you know they got the result and they sort of hung. They certainly hung in and and you know maintained their lead and you know put a cap on it at the very end of the game in the last play. But but I don't think the Tigers. If they make if they make like whatever it was like seventeen mistakes and and thirty five missed tackles and complete at sixty seven percent or seventy percent or whatever it was, if the Broncos do that, (laughs) the West Tigers still won't be good enough to score more than ten points. (laughs) Because we've fucking yeah, seen it just, for four weeks now. Sheens has been in the lab. It's not that though, the West Nathan. Tigers are generally Sheens a bad side. It's that there's no, there's no hope. There's no way. F- they haven't shown any light. Correct. So you just contradicted yourself. There was a brief period there the dogs where they a couple of tries back to back. No, but that's not. But that's not the. But that's not light. That was a so glint. It was a, like a, a fucking, strobe. It was a, like a strobe. A, a, a cap that's off a tooth. Flash. No, no, someone. We're, you're in the tunnel, and it was just a glint off some old tea bag's fucking tooth that had been knocked out on the ground. I thought it was light at the end of the tunnel for you, Glennie. But then you turn around next week against a storm who had been acting like a pack of purple fletchlights, getting flogged and playing like shit. And what did you do? Instead of producing the sixty minutes against the the, the bulldogs, you you managed to improve and produce eighty minutes of that horse shit. It's very harsh, man. This is going to be like one of those games I had to sit through watching Manly in the early 2000s at QE2 against the Broncos back in the fucking day um, when you know, when they were a good side and we were picking the pieces up after fucking killing the Bears. and prove just how much pride um, each and every one of them has in that jersey. Make, make of that what you will. Zero. <laughs> But look, I hope they lift you. If you're coming oh. down the mountain, I hope they lift and, and pull off an unlikely win. I won't be tipping them, and I've certainly never put a cent on them. But I hope for you, I hope they fucking do it. Because, oh, as a, as a, as a connoisseur of hashtag fuck the Broncos, it's like, it's like an extra day of Christmas if that happened. So uh, go well, young Tigers. Find, find it somewhere. I don't know where you're going to find it, but please find it. Sharks, take on the Warriors at um, Reclaim Australia Coliseum. The Sharks, Trindle returns on the bench. Oregon Kafusi drops out. The uh, Warriors side, unfortunately for them, Tamari Martin is out. Uh, with Volkman yeah. replacing him in the halves. Wado returns at hooker with Lusick out of the 17. I don't think it can be overstated how important Tamari Martin has proven to be to be in combination yeah. with I think his Sean out Johnson is what this, this season thus far. Yeah. As as impressive as yeah, it's a big out. Nico in particular last week was I reckon this would be a very, very competitive game if Tamara Martin was playing. The fact that he's out, I think 
I think Cronulla mm-hmm. win reasonably easily. Do you think that the the baseline oh, yeah. that Webby has set with the Warriors this season, just in terms of fitness and resilience, do you think that that keeps him keeps oh, it close I'd to like the otherwise? To, I'll probably have to reserve judgment that? on that for, for the Warriors to prove one way or another if, if that's part of what they're about now. Um, but I'd have to assume mm. I just give too yeah. much credit to Tamari Martin for, yeah, for I, how they're going. I, I want to see the Warriors under some pressure, and I want to see the Warriors in a situation with their backs up against the wall to see if these new 23 Warriors are what stick around or if they revert back to fucking dropsies and stupid decisions mm. and silly penalties marching other teams up the field. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean I, last I ju- week they had a fair... They, they were legitimately robbed a try, and th- two tackles later the doggy scored to put him down by over a try. And they managed to fight their way back and get that win. Yep. So when when you when you robbed a try, that's that's not oh fuck we're bad. That is well. The, no, the but then when the other team, but then when the other team scores, when the other team going. goes hundred meters or eighty meters to score yeah. against you, like a minute later. I'm I'm talking I'm talking about if if Cronulla come out and play at a stupid pace and go you know mm. bang bang really quickly, what does that yeah. do to them? Not we're we're in this up to our guts and then all of a sudden a decision didn't mm. go our way. Like some real fucking oh god, we're up against it here. But I'm back. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't. I don't think it's an. I don't think it's a question of Cronulla winning at any point. No matter even no. if Tamari Martin was there. Yeah, okay, sure. uh, the doggies take on the Cowboys. So New Brown is out with an elbow injury, out indefinitely, which brings a Oof. bench jersey to Josh Reynolds. Cowboy side, uh, Murray Talangi has a knee injury and Shibasaki has a hamstring injury. So Hiku returns from suspension in the centres. And finally, yep. Brendan Elliott, he's in the 17, replacing Talangi on the wing. Um, there you go. Lukey replaces uh, Nanai in the back row, Mitch Dunn joins the bench, and Riley Price is set for a debut with Tamau at the foot injury. Frankly, Tamau and Shibasaki being Makes out... the Cowboys better. Uh, they then they it makes the Cowboys better. Mm. I mean, mm. Nanai being suspended is 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 a blow for them. But otherwise, I think the do, the the Cowboys are in pretty good shape here, and this should be a, this should be a, a close competitive Cowboys game. Slight, slight favourites, uh, which is a testament to the the fact that the bookies have no faith in them at this stage of the season, given their past performances. Are they really? Because I'm looking. I'm looking at. I don't know who does who does the the um, ESPN points bet. Points bet. Have oh, okay. Uh, Sportsbet has Cowboys at a dollar eighty seven. Bulldogs slight outsiders at a dollar ninety three. It is. There you go. It's a close one. I mean, if the Cowboys were the fully formed side from last no, season, right, but they're not. They're actually they're actually a ways off that. But they're just so they're um, still they're still I, not I, quite there. I do yeah, think they can yeah. be the Bulldogs. Though. Yeah, very much are. still out of sorts. Yeah, I agree. There's just too, there's there's too much class there, and the Bulldogs, whatever they've got going for them, they mm. also don't have they don't quite have a handle on it yet. Yeah, true. Um, they've slightly expanded with the addition of Reed Marty. They've they have slightly expanded from from the Matt Burton kicking for Fox. But 
don't know. I still worry about them late in games. Nah. And the Cowboys, I don't really have that same concern. So, uh, yeah, Cowboys one to twelve. Let's say the Cowboys in a close one. One to twelve. All right. That's done. So that's, that's it, boys. That's the games. Anything else you want to talk that's about? Us. What a ride. It was. <laughs> bit emotional. It has. It has. I feel like a, really? there's been good energy, high fun. energy. Yeah. I feel like, I feel rejuvenated oh, after a night oh, yeah. of culture. And then coming to chat to you. With, with a K? No, I don't know where you can get that done. Where, well, can, where, where, where well, do you do that? The K culture. be around here somewhere. The K culture. I think you're talking about the KKK culture. No, the, like K-U-L-C-H-A. <laughs> yeah. No, a, a night of classical music and whatnot. Oh, um, there you go. But yeah, that's it. Episode Fantastic. 507. I oh, told... I knew. Oh, there you go, Glennie. Did you figure out what you know what it was at the start? Kick things off and... No, uh, I, I said it's... <laughs> it's... This is season two, episode oh, one. You're doing the members. Okay, right. Okay. So, yeah, that's it for episode 507. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, as always, you tour, uh, thisweekinleague.com forward slash links, and you get links to the uh, various social media communities, Patreon, and uh, everything you could possibly want. Um, if there's nothing else, fellas, I'll talk to you on. Is there going to be a game companion this week? Sorry, before I'm we wrap it up, I just we should push it over that conversation. Unless no, you want to talk not. about Manly game. He's going to be at the Tigers game. game or and that's on. Yeah. When, when, what's a, what are the, I forgot, what are the last games? The Doggies game, that's fucked. What's the one before that again? Yeah. Warriors versus Sharks. Look, let's be real. Game, game companions work because they're Tigers games. Yeah, that's true. That's when they're, they're, that, that, is, that is when they're at their most purest essence. Or, or when we do them for Origin. True. All right. Cool. Yes, yes you will. On that note then. I'll talk to you fellas on Monday. That's us. Later.